Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Well, go, Welcome, Matt. Dory's Eggs Adventure. My name is Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, as always, leave your Apple Podcast reviews and join our face group. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. We have a website as well. It's excellentadventure.com. And there's a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter is at excellent pod. And our email is Dory and Matt at Gmail and Matt and Dory at Gmail. Phone number 413-461-BABY. Okay. Uh, here we are. We're eight weeks in yep. to Excellent Adventure Pregnancy Edition. Yep. Trigger warning. I'm pregnant. <laughs> right. Uh... Okay, so we went in with Dr. Beck on Monday. 
Tuesday. Whatever. It felt like Monday, thanks to Labor Day. And uh, it was a resounding success of an appointment. Saw that strong heartbeat. Very strong heartbeat. Um, very, uh, uh, I don't know. I have no words. <laughs> you almost missed the heartbeat because you were playing poker on your phone. I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, and that day, I'd woken up and puked, and so when I got to the doctor, I told Doctor Beck that I'd been puking, and um, could she prescribe diclegis? And she said yes. Um, she said she would not prescribe Zofran um, because she says that it's been linked to congenital birth defects. Although so many people have messaged me that they've been on Zofran and their babies have been fine. Well, fine is one thing, guys. You could have had super baby <laughs> had you not Zofran. Um. So, yeah, so for now I'm on the diclegis. Um, but yeah, the appointment the appointment went great. She reduced my progesterone to once a day. Mm-hmm. I'm off the estrogen patches. We have one more appointment with her next week. Yeah. And then we graduate. That's how she put it. She said we graduate next week, which means uh, we no longer have to knock on wood. We would no longer have to go pay $7 for valet parking. And now we, we can pay garage fees for wherever it is we're going. Um, well, we're going to Beverly Hills, and we can always park in one of the free Beverly Hills lots. Do those exist? Yeah, they're all over Beverly Hills. It's like free parking for two hours. Wow, they get it. Yeah. What is happening? Oh, there's construction happening next door. On Sunday? Look, it's one of these, like, let's redo this apartment, and then jack the rent up situations oh you know so you gotta get that done as quick as possible that's true um yeah so that's what's been happening i have been sick as hell i'm not gonna sugarcoat it Mm -hmm. i've been real sick yesterday i puked twice and just felt pretty awful most of the day i've i've been feeling like pretty awful yeah. Um, and I've been, I've also been like, holy shit, like I am lucky as hell to be able to have a flexible job. That's very true. Um, yeah, Dory's been the sick uh, the whole time that I've, I mean, all week. So, and I've been very, it's work's been busy this week. So I haven't been home a ton, which is just leaving you homesick. But, you know, it comes with its secret benefits, guys. Like, for instance, let's say you don't want to leave the house. Guess what? She can't. So none of these questions arise. Let's say you don't want to really think of a place to go eat dinner. Guess what? She can't eat. So, I mean, look, they're going to tell you that this is bad. They're going to sell you on this whole thing as being a downer. But I got to tell you best time of my life <laughs> has been while well, she's been sick now i've been to ralph's uh the supermarket chain in los angeles uh you know 
more times this week than I have all year. But, uh, you know, aside from that, a quick Ralph's run. Yeah, never killed anyone. I, I got to say, it's, 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 doing, it's, it's been okay for me. I've had some sympathy nausea, I think. I don't know. I threw up on Friday at work, but I think that was the bombardment of cheesy pasta I decided to eat at lunch. Ugh. Just haven't had, you know, dairy in a long time and then... Ooh, yeah. shock to the system. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, so like when, what day is it? Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. I had to run some errands. I had to go to the drugstore. I had to go to the post office. Um, there was like one other thing I needed to do. And then I recorded Forever 35 stuff for two hours. Mm-hmm. And so I was like driving around for probably like an hour total and then recorded for two hours and I was like so drained it was crazy yeah that's the other thing too she's uh, exhausted so she's going to bed even earlier than she normally used to and and that day I came home and I slept for two hours big napper and then still went still went to sleep at my normal time she's uh it's crazy I feel like my life force has been sucked out of me well it has and 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 you know, it's just the Myra way. Oh, know? and here's what else happened. Yeah. I'd had a sore throat. Yes. For like a week. But don't forget your urgent care visit. Oh, yeah. How could I forget my urgent care visit? That also happened Thursday because after recording a podcast for two hours, my throat really hurt. And then after I woke up from the nap, it still hurt. And I was like, I was like, I don't think I have strep. I don't have a fever. I don't feel swollen. But like... I am pregnant. I feel like I should be extra cautious. Mm-hmm. So I went to urgent care. They were very nice and there was no one there. So they saw me right away. Um, uh, she gave high grades to this urgent care place. Yeah. If you're in Los Angeles. Fairfax Urgent Care. It's a new urgent care. But, you know, it's related to that Hollywood urgent care on Melrose that we went to when I had, had to get stitches. Oh, the one over by Larchmont. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, a, it's like a franchise. Nice. <laughs> um and they did a strep test like on site mm-hmm. and they were like, you don't have strep. They got the results back that quickly. Yeah. It was like 30 seconds. That's a crazy culture. <laughs> um, and they, the doctor was like, I think you just have like post nasal drip and you're dehydrated. He was like, you are dehydrated. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I wonder like people have been messaging me that water just plain water made them nauseous when they had morning sickness yeah and that you should only i should only drink like electrolyte water or like gatorade and stuff yeah and so i wonder if like chugging water has inadvertently made me more nauseous i don't know you tell me well now i'm i'm drinking you know liquid iv is this like electrolyte drink mix that's sponsored forever 35 liquid iv sounds like a great way to combat a a hangover it is and uh so i've been drinking that Mm -hmm. it's you know i think it's working it it has less sugar and crap in it than gatorade so i guess that's good yeah um it's just weird it's like in in a in the space of a week I've had to sort of like recalibrate my body and nothing I used to like to eat is like that appealing to me. I tried to make a baked potato in the microwave and I was like, Oh god, and I had to throw it out. The smell was too much for you, huh? A baked sweet potato, yeah. yeah. It was too much for me. Um so Look. it's just been very weird. And it you know, there's also that element of like, oh I should you know, I'm I 
dealt with this. I dealt with infertility for two and a half years. I should feel grateful that I got pregnant. It's like, yes, of course, but I'm also having like a really hard time and I just want to be, I feel like I should be honest about that. Yeah. Um, maybe we should rename the podcast to Nat Dory's Excellent Adventure Pregnancy Edition. An IVF Journey Pregnancy Edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I look. I. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Is it weird for you to see me like this? Because I'm normally no. such like a. I'm not like a like a lie about. Well, no one thinks you're lying about. <laughs> It's, no, not like, it's not like I see you and I think she's being so lazy. Oh, no, no, no. I know. But I'm just saying like, it's like, it's, I, look, it's weird. I know again, you love it. I think this is great. I know you love it. If we were supposed to, normal, we were supposed to go see. this was see, your normal disposition, <laughs> I'd be like way into it. We were supposed to go see the Temptations musical last night and we even like showered and got dressed and then I was feeling okay. And then as soon, like, then I was sort of like, mm, and I was like, are you sure you're up for this? And I was like. I just started thinking about the ride downtown, like driving downtown and then like not sitting on the aisle. What if I had to get up in the, you know, and I was just sort of like, I don't think we can go. It's a whole, you know, you know, another thing I was thinking was like, I was, I'm like happy for you that you don't have to go to London with me on a 12 hour flight. You would just be vomiting the whole time. Yeah. That would be awful. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't ever really, I don't think that was ever really in the cards for me to go to London. Well, I mean, the plane tickets are so expensive. Yeah. But, you know, had you gone, it wasn't that it wasn't in the cards. It was just like, we just decided. Yeah. It was like, and also I was like, I like how you're like, there's no reality where I would have gone with you. Well, I think part of it was that we were like, well, it's only like three days. It's such a long flight. I'm going to be so jet lagged. If I'm just going to sort of like be there, yeah. it's not really worth it. Yeah. And the flights were so expensive. And I'm essentially just going there to be there. Ay, ay, ay. Here we go. Yay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, 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 it's interesting. It's the whole, you know, it's the life of, of the male and the relationship, everybody. You don't have to do anything. It's really something. No wonder there's a patriarchy. We're always uh, not pregnant. Yep. We don't have morning sickness. Nope. What a day. Slash week. Slash. It's really interesting. It's very interesting to me. Like how nauseous you are and how, um, I don't know. Side note, kind of jealous. Just get to lie about all day. You know? Yeah, well, I wish I wasn't. You know, of the things that we're grateful for, I'm, you know, again, I, you said it, so I'll say it as well. I'm grateful you don't have to go to a day job. Yeah. Because I don't know how you'd do it. Well, Follow I, up to your pregnant ladies out there or women who have been pregnant or hoping to be pregnant. I don't know how they're going to do it. I just don't understand. Well, I was talking about this on Instagram I think it's like especially compounded by the fact that most people, most people don't tell people until at least 12 weeks. Out of pure superstition. Yes. It's fascinating. And out of, and I think out of the sense of like, they don't want to like, 
they don't want to have to tell people then that they had a miscarriage. They don't have to deal with that. But I think the result of that is that people feel extra isolated and alone. And if you had really bad morning sickness like me and you hadn't told anyone, then you're like extra fucked. I was actually, I was messaging with a woman I used to work with and she was like, yeah, you know, when, when I was pregnant, um, I had really bad morning sickness and I actually had to tell my manager before I told my mom that I was pregnant because I was so sick. Mm-hmm. But it's like, just because we've, we've been conditioned to like not tell people. I wonder when that started. I probably started at a point where people could tell that they were pregnant. Yeah, that's so true. It's probably like a, like a development of the right. baby boom or something. Right. Whenever you could pee on a stick. Right. Whenever that happened. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like they were, you know, in the year one, they were like, we can't tell anyone. Yeah, totally. Because you wouldn't know you were pregnant. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and also like miscarriage is real. Of course. You know, like that's, that's obviously a real thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's but like, like the, the thought that like, it's never, you're not going to miscarry because you told anyone. Totally. So that's the whole. Totally. That's the, the confusing part to me. Yeah. About this whole situation. But overall, I mean, look, it's, uh, we're eight weeks into this situation, which is actually two months which is terrifying because it means there's only seven months left for this bun to bake in the oven hopefully it has a good bake do you think i proved it long enough i think i think it was proofed i I think we overproofed it it was in the freezer for quite a while is it stodgy i i I don't know that paul hollywood is gonna shake our hand at the end of this i really don't we watched all of great british bake-off Not all of it. Well, we watched, we watched the, the latest most season, that's, season. That's on Netflix. Yeah, that's on Netflix. I'm aware that you guys over there are in watching your UK one now. and you know you turn on Channel Four and you and you get it. I will do the same. I think it's on Sunday night. I'm gonna watch it when I'm there. <gasps> I'm so jealous. Uh, I'll be able to react to Noel. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's the other terrifying thing is that it's happening. And we're in this house that we don't know if we want to stay in. Mhm. Cuz there's so much stuff. We could try Even to- if it was empty. I don't know how much room there would be. We could try getting rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about it. I always think about it. But then I don't do anything. Guys, we'll hit the nesting phase pretty yeah in in a couple months yeah and then let me get past the puking phase and then all bets are off. I don't know, but we have to re-sign our lease. I told him I'd tell him by Friday. I did not tell our landlord. No, well, we're very torn. We are. We are Natalie and Bruglia's torn, mm-hmm. which is actually a cover of a Danish singer's song. It is torn. Really? Yeah. Never knew that. Well, now you do. That's the kind of fun you get here listening to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Facts about songs we all love. Um, Okay. I think we need to tell people something. Guys, this is exciting news. I was on. Well, wait. I think we should tell people how this happened. What do you mean? How did it happen? When I was like, have you responded? Oh. 
So if you're a loyal listener to the show, you know of our good friend Lex, uh, who keeps America running. Well, he used to. Now he just keeps a local area running. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, he's uh, one of, you know, my favorite people who listen to podcasts are those that spend their life on the road. and, And Lex was one of them for a long time. He was in... Long-time emailer, sometime caller, and, you know, he's had a podcast for a while. And uh, I had said to him I would happily be on it. And, and in typical me form, I uh, never got back to him for a long period of time. And uh, guess what? I did, because I told him to email on the show, and he did, and I didn't answer, and then one day I was sitting around, and Dory was like, have you emailed Lex? And I was like, oh no, I, I'll do that right now. And then I did, and then I was a guest, and I talked to Beverly and Lex. Beverly's and, his wife. Yes, not Beverly Crusher. Um, not Beverly Goldberg. Not Be- Oh God, no. Uh, and... Uh, I was on their podcast. I don't know how long the version is that you guys are going to hear, but I talked to them for probably an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So, and I make a cameo. You did in full-on morning sickness. Yeah. Um, I think everyone should go over to the podcast. My friend Lex. Very simple. Type that in. Download the latest episode. I think by the time you hear this, the pod, the pod episode with me will be out. Yeah. Give it a whirl. Have a listen. Listen to a sick Dory at the very end. And uh, listen to me defend Star Trek The Next Generation, (laughs) etc. Well, I'm defending the podcast, not the the show. Beverly's already convinced of the show. Mm. She just doesn't like people speaking ill of the show. Oh, sure. And I'm like, it's out of love. She didn't get that. But maybe she did. I don't know. Okay. Uh... But yeah, it's a great conversation, a lot of fun. And if you wanted to hear Lex uh, and I and Beverly for a long period of time, that is your place to do it. So subscribe to My Friend Lex. It's a podcast available wherever podcasts are podcasted. Yep. Now that's the business. Time for some emails. And for some reason, Dory has put this one up. This is Lisa. Lisa Miller. Talking about the 100th episode. Thanks, Lisa Miller, for writing in. Just want to say... The episode that was mostly Matt was the best episode every. More Matt, less Dory. Lisa, thank you for writing in. Dory, Lisa. you got accepted. Podcast with just Matt. I mean, if you want to take it over. I do not. <laughs> I do not. Lisa, I appreciate the words, but I don't appreciate the rest of the words. Uh, so, you know, look world (laughs) if you're gonna say something then you have a nice thought maybe just send the nice thought yeah you could just say don't color it just say i love the episode where matt was like being so funny or just say the 100th episode was a lot of fun sorry you were sick dory yep hashtag not sorry (laughs) well don't put the last part see how that goes that's how you would do that email um so it'd be a sorry not sorry anyway now we're into more emails. So I posted that on Instagram. And Dory got some replies, which I guess are people who are going to be shitting on me. Here we go. No, they're not. She said hell no to that. <laughs> hell no to more Matt. Like, that's a clear violation of my Twitter rules. 
Uh, hey, Doria Matt. Sorry, this is mostly for Dory. I saw your Instagram story today from some rude listener who said, more Matt, less Dory. And I just wanted to say hell no to that. I'm a longtime listener. And through, I'm sorry, though my fiance and I aren't planning on having kids yet, we listen to your show every week and talk about it because we love your dynamic. The way you two banner and interact and how open you are with your struggles and disagreements is inspiring. On Monday's episode, uh, on Mondays rather, we'll often listen separately at work and come home and chat about the latest episode. It's like we're getting updates from a cooler big brother and sister. Aww. You don't know that we're cooler. In fact, I would argue we're not. My wife's wearing a t-shirt of her own podcast <laughs> and I am shoeless. So think about that, everybody. Dory, your humor and perspective going through this process is so refreshing. I read Startup and loved it. It's so relatable. And when I was freelancing for a startup at the time, I've been listening to Matt since the Nerdist days. So glad I found this podcast and got to know you too. You guys are the best. We're rooting for you. Fingers crossed uh, for the little Shafira fetus, Jamie and Christian. Thank you, guys. Oh, Jamie and Christian, that was a lovely note, and uh, I appreciate it more than Dory does. Should we makes me your favorite? Thanks so much. And please write in to uh, tell Dory how great it was when I complimented you, and she did not. More Matt, less Dory. (laughs) Yay! Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. 
I mean, Bombus can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right, we're back. Construction update. There sounds like they're uh, dragging a metal shovel across a, 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 a driveway. I'm going to say it sounds like they're dragging metal. Yes, I believe that they are, honey. Um, should we listen to a voicemail? I don't know. You're you're in charge of the flow of this podcast. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, because I'm the I'm the producer. You're the person who puts all the effort in. That's not true. And I just sort of hang out. No, you don't. All right, here we go. I've never logged into our email. I know that. Well, there you go. Um, I did not label them this week, so this could be anything. Okay. Are you? Is, oh, it's not on. Oh. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Cosmo from Sherman Oaks. Uh, Cosmo Moore. Congratulations on keeping it going. Um, I've listened to the most recent podcast and talking about smells and stuff. Uh, when my wife Heidi was pregnant in 2015, she thought I smelled like rotting garlic. And that was a oh, pretty blow to my ego. I would shower. I took some pills to try and reduce it. And uh, she's a teacher, and she uh, shortly thereafter realized that all guys, her male students, her male coworkers, all males smelled like rotting garlic, and it made her nauseous. So that made me feel a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, it was a rough couple months there where uh, I couldn't breathe around her or even just exist within a couple feet of her. So uh, pregnancy, it's a remarkable thing. And uh, we... We've been going through fertility this summer and uh, doing the hormone shots, and we got uh, four follicles to get big enough, and we did the trigger shot uh, this past week and uh, had our strike zone uh, <laughs> opportunities, and uh, we get to take the pregnancy test on September 11th. So hopefully this is a uh, fertile year for both our families, and uh, continuing to send positive vibes your way. All right. Bye-bye. We'll send him back your way, Cosmo. Yeah, good Thanks luck. for the rotting garlic update. <laughs> Has anything changed smell to you, Dory? Um, things have just gotten more, like, intense. Yeah? Like, I feel like I smell everything very intensely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, Bo? Like Bo. Yeah. Like your feet. What about them? Like, I smell them more intensely. My feet are, smell like flowers. Because <laughs> my, my feet are made of flowers. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, everything is just sort of like overwhelming. Like when we went to the doctor on, we went to the doctor on Tuesday, they like, we were there early in the morning and I guess they had just finished cleaning or maybe they hadn't even just finished cleaning, but it smelled overwhelmingly like cleaning supplies. Oh, I had smelled that too, so. And I was like, it almost made me sick. Your spidey senses are so far not impressive. She flipped me off, ladies and gentlemen. That's the kind of pregnancy you can expect from us. I'll say something, and my wife will flip me off. <laughs> it's part of the adventure, guys. This is from Courtney. Uh, hi, Matt and Dory and Bo and Minnie Matter Dory. Uh, I'm writing in with a possibly futile plea. I've heard you raise the question of whether or not to continue the podcast once you had a successful, quote, pregnancy. I use quotes because, as you are quickly seeing, there is not really a time in the cycle that we can breathe easy. I literally cried in my car at your news two weeks ago, and I'm sure many other listeners did. Your positive beta, your most recently sweet ultrasound with the heartbeat has been really monumental. As someone who's gone through the process, similar to yourselves, I finally am currently 32 pregnant... 32 weeks pregnant with uh, an IVF pregnancy. While I felt happy for myself, it has been an alienating journey in many ways. I added the word journey to that sentence because I had changed the tense of a word and the only way I could make the sentence make sense was to quickly add a noun. I'm glad you are able to think on your feet. Well, I just want her to know that she didn't write that. I just messed up reading and had to change it. Okay. Glad we all went on that journey for Courtney. <laughs> okay. Uh, a lot of my support system are people from my journey. Uh, yeah, yeah, we hate that word too. Uh, I guess this is just one plea to keep your podcast going. In a weird and perhaps mildly unhealthy way, I have found comfort in your similar story. The spotting early on, the nausea, all of it's relatable. And so many of us go through fertility struggles uh, now I've missed, I missed a word again. <laughs> uh, and so many... Uh, no, I changed the tense. Hang on. And so many of us going through fertility struggles now know the doubt, anxiety, fear, and pain uh, doesn't end with a positive beta. Your story has been a really comforting uh, one to know. I added another word again. Uh, <laughs> even when the transfer works, we don't always share the same story as friends and family who just get pregnant. Anyway, that's my two cents for what it's worth. Sending all thought, all good thoughts, hopes, and energy. I, you know, Courtney, I mangled your email. But I think I mostly got the point across. Mm. To which she's saying, keep doing the podcast until you guys die. Oh, no. It's going to be a long time. Oh, boy. Like, when does the adventure end? I don't know. Like college graduation, we sit down, we finally have the kid uh, as a guest on the show. I don't want to do it when the kid is born. Hello, tell us about us as parents at 18. Well, you know, I think dad's pretty cool. Mom, I just wish you'd let me stay home more. I don't want to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, son. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy your jetpack. It's a bird jetpack. Uh, you know, because that's why they named it bird. They were like long. It was a long game. Instead of a scooter, it's a jetpack. You know what I noticed? No, I don't. Bo, if we're 
if Bo and I are in the car and he's sticking his head out the window and a skateboarder goes by, he freaks out mm-hmm. and like tries to like attack the skateboarder. But if someone goes by in a bird, mm-hmm. he doesn't care. Um, for those of you not in the United States or not in the Los Angeles, San Francisco, or New York area, no, they they don't. They're not in New York. Ah, uh, San Francisco or Los Angeles area. Bird are a ride. It's like essentially a scooter sharing app. They're electric scooters uh, that you activate with your phone. They're in an app. You scan a. They're dockless. Yeah, you scan a code and uh, then you take your motorized scooter that can go you know fifteen miles an hour. Um. And they're all over Los Angeles. And people ride them unsafely and don't wear helmets. And, you know, ultimately, I think they're, if people were to use them correctly, uh, they'd be fantastic. The potential is there to make it very, uh, very good. But right now, they're just annoying. So that's what we're saying. When we say took a bird, it's not like Bo is looking out the window seeing human beings riding falcons. That would be cool. If he was, <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. He doesn't mind a bird. Well, that is interesting. And yet, he often minds real birds. Yes. Wow. Bo, you are just... You are in an enigma wrapped in a... I hope that your soon-to-be brother is similarly odd. That is a really creepy doll. That is a creepy doll, yeah. Dory's looking at photos that are on my uh, computer, coming up on my screensaver. Little little Ollie Lennon. Um, okay. This is from uh, Saba. Got excited, thought we were going to get some free hummus. Realized it's not Sabra. Mm. Stopping the pod to finally send an email. Matt, you're an awesome husband. Oh, do tell. <laughs> like many of your listeners, there have been a hundred times I've thought to write in, but I don't. Uh, and the questions, signals, etc. are always answered brilliantly. Thank you so much for creating this community. The face group. I, I just My brain just sees Facebook group and just turns it into face group now. Uh, has been such a lovely alternative to the Google search bar for my late night anxieties. I'm so excited for you. It feels weird to be excited for people I don't know in real life. I think the reality is that when... That for me... You've offered a place uh, for me to hope without reservation. There are so many qualifications and asterisks in my personal life. I held my breath a lot and kept a lot close to my chest. It's nice to just be excited and hopeful. Cheers from Houston. P.S. Bo, the transition to Big Brother can be rough. I, I don't, I just, you added I that. Added that. <laughs> Make sure to sneak as many... Uh, make sure and sneak as many walks and cuddles as you can. Oh, so interesting. We got really got to focus on Bo. Mm-hmm. Bo, don't eat anyone. Okay. I think he's going to not eat anyone. Oh, boy. Hey, oh, there's an anonymous email here. There's a, the Dory's pulling up some voicemail again. I'm going to do another voicemail. Okie dokie. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Iris from Miami. What? But anyways, um, I know you kept saying on your episode 100 that it was the worst. But to be completely honest, to me it was the best, and I have not Uh laughed so hard in a podcast in a long time. So keep doing what you guys are doing because you guys are awesome. And I'm so happy for you guys. I do have a question. 
after you about Disney food conceive block? in the fertility, you know, with the California fertility, mm-hmm. do you start going to like a regular OBGYN? Do you keep going to the fertility place? Um, yeah. So that's my question. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye. <laughs> uh, the answer to that question is yes. We move on. As Dory and I were discussing earlier, it's, uh, Dr. Beck calls it graduating. Yeah. We go to an OBGYN. And apparently Dory's OBGYN. We were, we were under the false pretense that they had stopped delivering children. Yeah, I heard this secondhand rumor that she had stopped delivering babies. But then Dr. Beck was like, oh, no, I know her. She we were at dinner the other night. She had to deliver a baby. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Um, and Dr. Beck seems to really like her, which, which yes. was good. She also liked Howie. I couldn't tell how she felt about Howie, to be perfectly honest. Oh, she knew him very well, though. I know, but I felt like she, like, I think he's like old school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my OB is like probably my age. I see. Well, that, look, I can't wait to meet them. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. When it's going to be, uh, it's the 24th, I think. Okay. It's yeah. in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be going to a whole new doctor. A whole new place for me to figure out if they have coffee or charge me too much for parking. I can't wait. <laughs> and it's a little closer. Um. Yeah, but it's still like in between here and my gym. Yeah. Which is annoying. I know. But I'm the one who decided to go to a gym really far away. You are. It's not far. It's very close. It's four miles away. So anyone listening is like, whoa, that's very close. But, you know, it's Los Angeles, so. Yeah. It gets confusing. Yeah. I'm so glad that we've had this discussion. Me too. Should we take another quick break? I don't know. It's up to you. All right. Let's do that. All right. Here we go. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We're back, everybody. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Hang on. Let me just... Oh, I, I muted everything on this. I was just going to see what uh, what was new this week on the DFB. Another food tour. We're headed over to the Yacht and Beach Club oh, Resort. Oh, boy. So let's get started. You know, with these food tours, we like to cover all the places you can eat in the particular resort sure. you're talking about. Yep. And we go smallest to largest. So I think what we're going to do is head over to Yacht Club first, and then we'll go over to Beach Club. So let's hit everything in Yacht Club first. We are going to start at the Ale I know you're, Lounge. I know I'm you're sure. making a face, honey, but Yacht Club is so close to Epcot. Mm. You can walk into Epcot from there. Oh, that's nice. You know, so if you like Epcot. But if you're, you're then you're really far from the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But you, you can walk. You can walk into Epcot, go in through Epcot, walk through the World Showcase, yeah, and then hit the monorail. Yeah, I mean it's really, it's fairly walkable. 
you know, alien com- I just want to see one of the food dishes she recommends because I don't care for it. Anything she likes. Here we go. Um, Yasmin Steakhouse is a primarily a typical steakhouse. So you've got lots of steak options and you've got all those sides as well. So you can order your sides on the side and they come kind of separately and they're priced separately from the steak. You guys can go check out my steakhouse battle video to see where Yasmin <laughs> falls. It's mm. definitely not my favorite steakhouse. It's okay. The service here tends to be very slow. That may be because they've been told, hey, people. People are at Yachtsman. It's a signature restaurant. They want to relax and take a while with their meal. But I tend to find even if I tell them I don't want to relax and take a while, they're still pretty slow. Um, so that's my... So you know you're going to a slow restaurant and you want to eat quick. So you still go to the slow restaurant. <laughs> AJ, we got so much to talk about. Um, you know, I was going to save this email f- till the end. But since you decided to put AJ in the middle of the podcast i put aj where i need to put aj i'm just gonna read it it's from heather yeah she says hi guys i found you from the nerdist podcast and Mm -hmm. though i've never experienced any fertility issues i have two grown children i've followed you from the very beginning i guess it's the witty banter that keeps me coming back like matt i'm a huge disney fan i've been to both coasts many times and have three trips in the queue nice disneyland in december tokyo disney in march oh that's so cool and walt disney world in may for our 30th hey everyone oh sorry aj wolf okay when i heard you say a while back that you relied on aj for your food choices you may have heard me gasp all the way from massachusetts now not to brag no big deal but i've met aj oh that is a big deal I've done some guest writing on her blog. Uh, I'm listening. She's super nice, but as the other listener wrote and previously said, she is definitely snorting the pixie dust. <laughs> I love this inter inter Disney fandom f- sort of uh, judgment and feuding that s- s- does happen and doesn't happen. I wouldn't go as far as to say that bloggers like she are on the take, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. but there are lots of perks that come along with being on the right side of Disney. Oh yeah. Like special events, parties, hotel rooms, etc. If you get back to Walt Disney world, I highly suggest reading the easy WDW blog, Okay, which is easy WDW.com forward slash easy. The guy that writes for this is not invited to said soirees. (laughs) He's snarky, but still loves the mouse. He breaks down all the food, not only by taste, but by value. And he's never steered me wrong. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Also, here's a couple of YouTube channels you may appreciate. I'm listening. For Disneyland food, check out Magic Journeys. They order and eat all the things. It's true food porn. I like it. Okay. For Disneyland Atmosphere... Fresh Baked. Fresh Baked, I watched. Friends Walking About the Parks. For Disney World food and stuff, the WDW Couple. Excellent B-roll footage and great music. Very well done. Okay. All right. Wishing you both the best as you move forward in your excellent adventure. Heather from Halifax, Massachusetts. Halifax. Where is Halifax? Is that like... Is it near the Cape? I don't... Sounds like a fax would be near the Cape, but I don't know. I just... Hang on. Guys, there's a Disney restaurant review. It's called Chicken Guy. That's Guy Fieri's restaurant. AJ has reviewed it. Let's figure it out. 
Hey everybody, it's AJ for Disney Food Blog, and we are going to do a video you guys have been asking She's for. Gonna We've gotten a lot of requests love for this it. over yeah. on Facebook and Instagram, and right here on the YouTube channel, everybody wants us to do a review of Chicken Guy. And so we're going to go ahead and do that for you here in our video. Chicken Guy is a brand new restaurant over there in Disney Springs. This is a collaboration between Guy Fieri, that uh, Fieri. who's in charge of diners, drive-ins. <laughs> hang on, guys. hang on, hang on. AJ. <laughs> Hi. His name is Guy Ferry, and he changed his name when he went on the Food Network to sound more chefy. So don't give him the satisfaction <laughs> of over enunciating his fake name. His name's Guy Ferry, and I'm okay with the Guy Fieri, but really to hit the Fetty so hard. Oy vey. Food Network and Robert Earl, who is all right. Can we get to the cut to the chase here? Okay, here we go. The buffalo, blue cheese, buttermilk ranch, lemon pepper, honey mustard, teriyaki. She's literally just going through all the sweet and sour dressings and sauces. A sauce, curry mayo, wasabi. (laughs) (laughs) I skipped ahead a minute and a half. I literally skipped ahead a minute and a half because she was still listing sauces. All right, so let's dive into that menu. Um, Wait, once you pick she doesn't get to the menu for like sauces you're going to seven do. minutes. The rest is pretty easy. You can get three chicken tenders or five tenders. Three tenders is five ninety nine. Five tenders is seven ninety nine. Um, comes with two sauces. Reasonably you can priced. Get your tenders crispy fried or grilled. So if you are eating keto, gluten free, um, just trying to stay on that low cal diet, Honey, I think we're boring everyone. Oh no! I think she wants to know. I th- okay, let's. I'll just skip to the end here. She's got to like have a favorite thing, and it's going to be something that looks like garbage. Look at this mac and cheese. It looks terrible. Here we go. Plenty of sauce. One of our testers' versions on mine that I got. There wasn't really enough sauce, and there wasn't a whole lot of flavor. She loves there. sauce. Um, so I wasn't wowed by the Mac Daddy mac and cheese. And then on to those desserts. All right. Two she loves the desserts. Double mint Honey. Yes. Which is mint chocolate. I'm, uh, we need to know. I this video is too long. For sure. um, I I've skipped. We're nine and a half minutes into the ten and a half minute video. That's going to become a real problem because this place is really popular right now. There's a long line to get in. But I did like the tenders. I love the sauces. And like I said, that bourbon brown sugar barbecue sandwich is, is really excellent. Probably one of my one of my favorites there. So I would definitely recommend Chicken Guy. I liked it a lot. Um, and I hope you guys let us know in the comments what you think as well. Um, all of our testers liked it. Everybody thought, hey, this is a good addition. This is a good example of a decent um, quality value for okay. the price. All right. All Just right. put a Shake Shack into Disney. Okay. And forget about it. Um, all right. Where does she get that royalty-free music? What if she's um, a composer? We don't she even might know be. It. Honey, do you remember last week? Yeah. We heard from a woman who wanted to send a care package to her friend who was doing um, IVF in Prague. Yes. So we got a couple of emails about that. Oh, okay. One is from Manya. Longtime listener, first time email inner. I'm part of the group of people who are not doing IVF since my significant other are not trying to conceive. Mm-hmm. But... I am an in vitro baby born in the mid-90s. Nice. I was listening to this week's show and had an idea for Moxie in regards to sending a care package to her friend when she's in Prague. Why not give her significant other the package to give her on the day of the transfer? 
Oh, interesting. That way you cut out the middleman and she can have a little piece of home with her during that time, especially food from back home that she can't get in Prague. Thank you for the hours y'all have put into the show and sharing your lives with us. Please, please give Bo a scratch from me. You got it. And she says, P.S. My parents kept a list of all the different fertility meds involved with my creation, which I really appreciate. So far, so good. But I think it's a good idea just to be safe. Interesting. Be safe about what? I don't know. In case there are problems later on. Like in case you like develop some sort of weird disease and you're on an episode of House and then House is like, the only way I could diagnose is if I knew what drug she was conceived with. Yep. (laughs) That's exactly it. Okay. Okay, this is from Jen. Hi, Dory, Matt, and Bo. Hi. First of all, thank you for your podcast. Second of all, you're welcome. I'm a family physician. Oh, nice. A doctor right With in. a strong interest in women's health and gained a lot of insight regarding the stresses facing patients dealing with the business side of healthcare, the burdens of struggling with infertility, financial, emotional, and physical, patient portal woes, and the need for better communication and transparency on every level between patients, physicians, administrators, staff employees, and insurance companies to provide patient-friendly, high-quality health care. That is so nice. I mean, look, I'm just happy he typed it or she typed it because uh, physician's handwriting, not great. <laughs> uh, she. Thank you. However, the real reason I'm writing in today is because I need some advice. All right. My husband and I are making the plunge to welcome a senior citizen dog. Oh. 10 years young, overweight corgi named Eleanor into our home this week. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed hearing about Bo and his antics. Do you or your listeners have any advice of what we can do to help welcome her into our home and ease the transition? What kind of surprises caught you off guard? I'm a little nervous since I don't know what to expect. She's a sweet, loving dog that is crate trained, housebroken, and knows some commands. According to her foster parent, her previous owner gave her up when they moved into an assisted living facility, so there hopefully isn't too much traumatic baggage. When I met her, I was immediately smitten, so now I worry my judgment was clouded. Sincerely, Jen. And then she says, P.S. Random thoughts since I'm writing in anyway. Your podcast inspired me to incorporate more preconception planning and infertility screening into my general practice. Oh, wow. And health maintenance screening for patients. I even provide lectures to residents to educate them on the subject. That is so cool. We are changing everything. That's amazing. Uh, I think Dory's book is great and hope there will be a sequel. Oh, thank you, Jen. Last but not least, congratulations on the pregnancy. I wish you both all the best and hope the pregnancy continues to progress appropriately week by week and the goalposts stay steadily fixed into the ground. All right. Now, back to the matter at hand. Eleanor, the 10-year-old overweight corgi. I tried to adopt a 13-year-old lab named Batman the dog. That was pre-Bo. Dory said no. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe someday. I just wasn't emotionally ready for a 13-year-old dog at that point. Yeah. He's probably going to die very soon. Way to bring everybody down. What? Batman lives forever. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was, I was asking if you have any advice for them about Eleanor. I mean, are you dog owners? Have you previously owned a dog? Do you know what it's like to own a dog? You know, the house train thing thumbs up because that is the biggest hurdle in dog owning as far as i'm concerned um and then you know i think it's just monitoring eleanor and making sure that she um has a place that is hers and has like a you know obviously i assume she would be coming with her bed well Um, she's crate trained so her crate is like her home yeah so you know 
I think that's going to be key. And she knows that it's hers. And um, I would just keep her, keep her tummy scratched and her belly f- full of cheese. Well, to a point, she's yeah. overweight. You don't want to like really <laughs> exasperate things. Um, and you know, it sounds like since her her previous owner sounds like he or she was elderly, Eleanor probably wasn't getting that much exercise. Yeah. So, you know, some nice long walks. I'm sure she'd appreciate. Corgis have those little legs. Yeah. The follow up to that too is like, it's not going to be a dog that's going to be expected to be walked five times a day. Totally. She's not going to be very active. Yeah. But I mean, in terms like in terms of what Matt was saying about kind of monitoring her, like. Is she eating? Does she, you know, does she seem lethargic or does she seem happy? Like, I think just kind of keeping on top of all of that stuff is um, useful. Yeah. Keep us posted. Send us yeah. a picture. Yeah, Eleanor. Oh, that's a cute doggy. Eleanor G, I think you're swell. <laughs> all right. Who sings that? The Turtles? I don't know. Uh,. Eleanor Turtles. I think it's Turtles. All right. While you're looking for that, I'm going to play another voicemail. Do you know why I think it's the Turtles? Because I feel like I remember. Hi, um, yes. I'd like to remain anonymous, um, but I did you have got it. a couple of questions. Um, I'm not uh, on Facebook, so unfortunately I'm not in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know if you guys could reach out to your listeners and uh, get some answers for me. Um, I have started the IVF process. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing my egg retrieval in a couple of weeks. And then we're going to do ICSI and then a fresh transfer, um, either day three or day five after that. And basically, we went through the paperwork, and there was a lot of talk in there about with ICSI, there's, you know, possibility of um, birth defects, and our clinic only does ICSI. So I didn't know if anyone else had any more experience with this or information. This is kind of the first I was hearing of it. I thought ICSI was a great thing to help with fertilization, but now it I'm is. nervous. Don't be. Um, and also, I have uh, PCOS, and um, I'm really concerned about being um, hyperstimulated. So um, I didn't know if anyone else had any advice. I mean, I've done some reading about, and my doctor said something about, like, you know, electrolytes and uh, having lots of salt and that sort of thing to help to not get overstimulated. But I didn't know if anyone else had gone through this or how they dealt with it and that sort of thing. So um, any advice or feedback would be very much appreciated. Uh, I love your show, and uh, I love all that you guys do. Thanks. Um, you know, anonymous caller, I think that um, anything, there's a study that says it's associated with birth defects. Yeah. Literally anything. So that was never concerned raised by our doctors here at uh, the California Fertility Partners. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, we did ICSI with each round, thanks to Dr. Ringler, who got this guy out of there, and uh, Dr. Beck for seeing it through. But at no point did anyone say anything about ICSI. In fact, I've always heard the same thing you had heard about ICSI. You, I'm talking about anonymous, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Dory, mm-hmm. but saying you, so mm-hmm. um. Do you have any thoughts on this? It's similar, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be concerned. Similar, right? Uh, yes. Thank you. Um, and in terms of PCOS, um, I did not. I mean, and OHSS, I did not personally have it. Um, I guess the one thing I would say is, like, if you are in real pain, 
people have said to, you should go to your doctor or go to the hospital. Um, but like, I guess like call your doctor if things seem out of the ordinary. And I think that's something to also discuss with your doctor before you get started and they should have some, um, some strategies for you to deal with it. I think the best thing you can do is, you know, if they're saying electro, just make sure you have everything that they need you to have at the ready, you know, and it's never going to hurt to have more electrolytes until you have too many. I'm sure sure that's a thing too. (laughs) Probably. Everything's a thing. There's, Um, There's never a happy medium. Honey, I found it. It was the turtles. I bet this corgi loves this song. I love a song that has etc. in the chorus. Yeah. You know, you know, I saw the turtles perform live, honey, at the Walt Disney Food and Wine Festival. Wow. You're really bringing it full circle. I really okay. Honey. I love that song. It's okay. a great song. It's a great song. The Turtles have a couple of hits, surprisingly. Okay. This is, a, this is an important question. From what year that was? 2008? From maybe? Alessandra. Yes. I'm a massive fan of both of you, including Secunda over there. At Secunda! Star Trek The Next Conversation and, of course, The Bow. Yep. I'm sending out the frozen egg signal. I'm only 24, mm-hmm. and I would love to start having children before 30 if possible. Yeah. But of course, I can't help but worry about my future if having kids early is not in the cards for me. I've been talking to my boyfriend, who's only 22, and he thinks it's a really great idea. He's a gem who strangely knows almost as much about female anatomy as Matt. What? <laughs> the thing is, I'm still on my parents' insurance until I'm 26, which uh-huh. would actually cover quite a bit of the costs. Weirdly creating insurance. How should I bring this up to my parents? Is it worth going through hormonal upheaval or am I just paranoid since I've been listening to this podcast for a couple of years? I'd love to hear what <laughs> others who froze their eggs at a young age oh think. God. Thank you. Do you know my initial uh, reaction to this is, look, if you're under your insurance, freeze your eggs. Don't try to fertilize them with a 22 year old you know because if you're gonna be around and he's gonna be around when you eventually thaw those eggs out then fertilize them yeah totally i don't think she's asking that though well good i just want to be sure because you never know when a 26 year old writes in wanting to freeze their eggs she's 24 more power to them um i get what you're saying are you a little paranoid listening to the podcast probably like all we talk about all the time is infertility you know would it hurt you to see a reproductive endocrinologist no if you if if, if you're like positive you want to have children take a look under the hood make sure the engine's okay yeah you know make sure you get a strike zone that's in working order that's <laughs> yeah you're not calling too many outside yep. strikes etc and, uh, you know, I, that's the precaution I would take. And if you go get checked out and everything's a-okay, then maybe you're not, maybe you shouldn't freeze your eggs right now. I suppose it can, it's never going to hurt to have some, some eggs ready to go. Some eggs on ice. Yeah. Yeah. But I would just, first of all, just get checked out and make yeah. sure everything's okay. And if everything's okay, then think of that as you buy yourself a little more time to think about it. Totally. Don't don't buy it, you know, like like if I see a guitar on a Labor Day sale, I gotta get it. Oh no. It's on sale. Oh no. Don't 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 pull a mat. Okay. We're gonna play one more voicemail. I hope it's from Eleanor. 
Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Jasmine in Colorado. Um, I have a question for you about how to deal with this unpredictability of transfers and will you be pregnant and will it last mm. and all of that. Um, especially, I'm, I'm doing a transfer October 4th, and as we get closer to the holidays, I have family, especially my in-laws, mm-hmm. that are trying to make plans, and they live out of state, and it's a lot to coordinate, so I know we need to make plans soon, but I've been told that I can't travel in my first trimester by my clinic, mm-hmm. um, and so when we told them that, we thought, okay, great, we'll just kind of do our own thing for Christmas. But instead, they all decided, oh, no, no, don't worry, we'll just come to your house and we'll stay with you. Well, that and seems spend nice. Christmas with you. Slash which I was not really asked annoying. as much as I was told. Um, and the big thing with all of this is that while they are on the surface supportive and nice, um, my older sister-in-law has two kids and in the past has been incredibly insensitive to our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to, I had a miscarriage two years ago and as I was coming out from, um, having a DNC and some other procedures done, she had sent a picture of her pregnant belly with an I voted sticker on it. Oh, Jesus. Um, she constantly sends us photos of her two children and her husband and, you know, matching outfits and look at how cute this kid is and look at, you know, and when she announced her second pregnancy and my husband and I didn't respond immediately, she sent um, like multiple text messages just to us. Jesus. So she doesn't get it. Um, and as much as she's not intentionally trying to hurt me, she's also not aware of my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that the rest of the family is. And I think that they have all come to the conclusion that IVF equals baby and you do a transfer and you will get a kid. And so uh, come Christmas, we'll all just be one big happy family and I'll be pregnant and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to express to them the stress and the fear that I have that I'm either going to not, this transfer won't be successful, or what if it is and then I have a miscarriage. I don't really want to spend my Christmas holiday trapped in a house with people who don't understand what I'm going through, are not compassionate toward me, who also have two small children with them Mm -hmm. and have been a point of contention over the past several years. I don't know what to do. I don't want to feel like I'm being pessimistic and saying what if it doesn't work because what if it doesn't everything's great but Mm -hmm. also I don't want to put myself in a situation where I am grinding my teeth and making fists and taking deep breaths and having to just get through it in a time where I need space and I need time to process what's happening um so yeah just the whole idea of like do I be optimistic how much do I explain to my family I I don't know what to do just like generally with IVF, I've tried to like keep on living my life, and if it works, great. But if not, keep moving forward. She got cut off. Well, I mean, I think I sort of understand everything she's asking. Yeah. So, look, if you're if you do wind up have if having to travel there, stay at a hotel. Don't stay at a house. That way you're not trapped, trapped. Uh, and hopefully everything goes okay and, and, and you're having a lovely holiday with a seemingly very annoying woman who has children. Um, yep. But uh, you have to just sort of, you know, she seems like someone who's not going to hide her feelings. Like you didn't respond to the pregnancy text in time. So she... Uh, fired off a few texts to you to explain her emotions. And I say, 
you sh- you have all the rights to explain your own emotions. Totally. Um, is it something that you can actually convey to a human being in, in, in just a conversation? Probably not. I mean, it's a long emotional turmoil that you're in and, and we get it. And, you know, we've done a hundred episodes, so we've talked about it a lot, but it's, it's <laughs> sometimes you expect too much of other people. And sometimes you maybe underestimate how much someone can hear you and listen. So I think your best bet is to actually have a conversation over text. Fuck her. (laughs) Like she doesn't seem like she needs that much coddling. I think that's good advice. I don't have anything to add. And also how do you get through the transfer and the whatnots and you know, you just take it day by day. Yeah. That's all you can do. Like, literally. Day by day. Anyway. But, yeah. And I, you know, I, I honestly, I was like, oh, that's kind of nice that they're going to come to you. But if they're going to come to you and stay with you, not so nice. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I put aside a little money for hotels for everybody. <laughs> uh. Anything else to add, honey? No. Okay. That Rem- does it. That does does it. It's a reminder to everyone, you can support us on Patreon and get two bonus episodes per month. That's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. That's where you'll go to hear the update as our, 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 we do our last IVF appointment with Dr. Beck. We'll probably record a bonus episode after that because it's happening early in the week. And a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you support us at the $5 level or above, do we have to send Dr. Beck a gift? Just based on her Instagram? Honestly. I, I would like to send her something after we graduate. Post-graduation. Yeah, I don't think it has to be like an Hermes bag, but... So we send her an Hermes scarf? <laughs> uh, we should honestly send something to Wrangler, too. All right, let's talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to help us pay for the gifts we're giving our IVF doctors... <laughs> You can support us on Patreon. Uh, at the $5 level, you get your name right on the podcast each month. You'll also get the back catalog of Patreon episodes. There's a ton in there now. Uh, and thank you to all our new supporters. Uh, you get your name read on next month's episodes if you signed up this month. That's how it's going. We're going to try to read these as fast as humanly possible. Dory, do you have the list as well? No. You don't want to back and forth? Okay. I mean, oh, we could, actually. I, I can pull it up on my computer. All right. Can you give me one second. I'm giving you plenty of time because okay. I have many things I could do. I could Here play videos. I'm ready. Oh, nope, I'm ready. She's saying we're ready. Yep. So it looks like someone's a little nauseous. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Giuardo. Elizabeth Kluke Olivas. Uh, Emily Brett, thank you. Emily C. Pimental. Uh, Emily McNaughton. Emily Mullenkopf. Erica Brown. Aaron Turley. Evelyn Schmevelin. Gina Oderda. Uh, Greta Truett. Hayden Murphy. Heather Nelson. Jack Woodyard. James Feigl. Jason King. Jennifer Floyd. Jennifer Reyes. Jennifer Steele. Jess Branch. Jessica S. Julie Phillips. KB. Kane McCall. Kate Dewey. Kate Reeves. Catherine Reagan. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Looper. Katie Tavey. Katie Lucy. Kelly Zimmerman. Kelsey Kinneman. Kelsey Williams Paul. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestra. Kim Thompson. Kimberly Kim. Kimberly Shepard. Kristen Jung. Young. Jung. 
Kristen Anderson. Christopher Fonagy. Uh, Laura Craycraft. <laughs> Laura Dodge. Laura Rosenbaum Bloom. Sorry, Rosenbloom. Lauren Hirty. Lauren Luther. Lauren Nyquist. Leah Steinberg. Leslie Shoup. Lex Conant. Lindsay Earls. Uh, Linnea Thunsel. Lisa in West Virginia. Oh, that's what that means. Lori Leeming. Luke Evers. MT. Manda Johnson. Mandy P. Margaret Metcalf. Margie Oakley. Marie Morgan. Marika. Marjorie Sorensen. Martin Hedergaard Peterson. Mary B. Uh, Maude Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan. Megan Frank. Megan Kozowitz. Megan Sater. Megan Sherbenu. Megan Cantwell. And Magana Prasad. No, you you skipped Megan Drury. That's because I wanted you to have the last one, honey. Oh. Last word, Dory Shafrir. Even though you would have had I, I not skipped that person, anyway. <laughs> I just accidentally skipped Megan Drury. Uh, thank you, everybody. Don't forget to listen to my friend Lex. It's a podcast by Lex for Lex and, quite frankly, for everyone else. Uh, listen to Lex and Beverly or Lex and one of his friends or two of his friends. Talk about life. This week, you can listen to me talk to Lex about everything from the podcast to uh, Slayer to just, you know, a world of topics. It's like you'll travel the country of topics <laughs> on the My Friend Lex podcast. Everybody be sure to download it. Uh, and also, you know, look, if you're in this journey along with us and you want to know how to maybe do some things for yourself... Because a lot of times during IVF, you don't, you really sort of forget that. I would highly recommend the podcast Forever 35 by Kate Spencer. That's it. Uh, also, I guess Dory's sometimes on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out Forever 35, everybody. Uh, and if you want to hear about Star Trek, what are you doing here? Okay, bye. Bye.